As much as people depend on us as leaders, you need someone who believes in you. You need a place to be open and honest with someone who's walked in your shoes and wants to help you become the leader you are meant to be. This is that place with those kind of people. Welcome to the Relational Leader Podcast with your host, Randy Bazet. Each episode will sit down and engage in life-giving conversation, unpacking leadership's greatest challenges. Well, welcome to the newest episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. I'm Kristen, and as always, sitting across the table from Randy, how you doing? Hey, Kristen, what's happening? I'm doing great. And I was just sitting here thinking about the these seats that we're in and this opportunity that we're, we have here and uh, you know, it sometimes could be easy to lose sight of how I think how important this is. I just mm. I love this this moment, this sitting here like this is real talk. It is. It is. And it's not only is it real talk, I mean, real situations, but mm-hmm. I think it's like right now stuff. It's things that we're going through. And that that's always been my heart for this podcast is to to go like offline, if yeah. you will. But yet we brought a microphone. <laughs> And let's have real talk. Sometimes that's a scary thing. Yeah, but, but yeah, we don't always know what's going to come out in these things. And so, thank God for Corey; he's going to edit the yes. stuff. And so, you God guys, hear, you're going to hear the refined, <laughs> fresh version. Our production manager is going to make us sound and look really good. But, yeah. but I, I love this. I don't know. I'm just thankful for it. I know the help that these conversations yeah. that happened that I've heard that weren't recorded. They were in green rooms, if you will. They were offline. Yeah. And so to have this, I'm excited. So I'm, how am I doing? I'm doing great because yeah. I'm so excited about today's conversation. It's going to be good. And I think all of these conversations, it always promotes growth every time yeah. because it's just, it's real life stuff. It's mm-hmm. not like a polished message that, yeah, that nugget's good, but it's, oh no, like I feel like that. Mm-hmm. I've done that. Right. I'm stuck there too. Yeah. Um, and uh, it is. And that's where growth happens. Yeah, it's easy to get stuck, but uh, being a learner, a, a leader has to be a learner. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're listening, congrats. You're We've a learner, got some great learners. And we have some great learners. So you're a great leader and you're growing and yeah. you're not getting stuck. And so, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Well, you ready to jump into today's Let's conversation? I can't wait. People, we, I hope they're wondering now. I what the know. Topic is we, be. we have a awesome friend with us, um, Andy Douglas. Uh, you and your wife, Brandy, y'all pastor a church in multiple locations, one yeah. in Seattle yep. and one in Chattanooga. Well, that sounds like an easy task. Uh, so yes. easy. Such a commuter thing, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. hop on your own private jet yeah. and just <laughs> no, fly. <man>. <laughs> <laughs> But y'all do. Y'all launched the church, Fearless Church, three years ago. But you've been in ministry before then, and yep. we're so honored to have you here today. Well, I'm just so grateful, and it's uh, it's amazing to be in the room, and just uh, and I feel like I want to learn more than just communicate. So uh, I'm just excited to be here. Well, you say something good today, you might learn something. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll do my best. Let's just say something really good. Oh. <laughs> well, we really are so glad that you're joining us, and we're excited to learn together around around this table and, and in this conversation. And I think today's topic is going to really be relevant to every listener, whether they're pastor, ministry leader, maybe a business leader, um, because it it centers around what happens when we kind of get stuck in the comparison trap and the comparison game and what that can lead to. And let's be honest, we do that in so many different areas of our life, right? Um, but especially in ministry, yep. that can be a dangerous road to go down. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about that. Why don't you share a little bit about maybe your story over the last three years and, and we'll see where it takes us. Well, man, I mean, you know, uh, 
when we first started the church, it's like I would imagine many church planners. You are gleaning from anybody you can. You you've read every book that could be printed. You're interpreting you're interpreting books that are going to be written, and and you're trying to just pull it all together and just make it the best version it'll ever be. You know, so you're going to conferences, you're talking to pastors, you're looking at uh, you're listening to podcasts just like this, and 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 you're you're constantly bringing a lot of input while you're trying to get something. Uh, let's be honest, uh, kind of like a perfect output. And sometimes it translates, sometimes it doesn't. Yep. And so we started about three years ago uh, in just outside of Seattle, and it was it was awesome in its own right. We were mobile, and there's a lot of challenges with that. But we were so fortunate; God was moving in some in some of those uh, in some of those ways that you're laughing. It can't be explained. <laughs> I wonder what's coming to well, your mind. Know. You know, what were some uh, yeah. of those ways? That well, you, like. you know, I hate even sharing it because then it creates that expectation, right? Like that's going to happen with me. But, yeah, but that's your story. Yeah, you know? it's true. Yeah. Well, you know, we get into this school, and I just, you know, I always think I don't want to have a trailer because I don't want to get robbed. Right, like that's what happens, right? You always so, hear is that story. Seattle? Is that what you're trying to say? Home, it's, it's hood a little bit. No, I'm just joking. It's not that bad. But you know, I always think that, and so I just prayed. I was like, God, you know, I don't want to have to have a trailer that we have to like hide in the woods somewhere so nobody takes it. And uh, immediately when we get there, the janitor that was over the whole facility said, "You know what? I'll make a space in the closet for all your stuff." Wow, unheard of. But you, but you, you have to have those moments. You have to. when you're planting a church. Yeah. When you've just started a church or maybe you're launching a new initiative, it doesn't matter what it is. If you don't see God opening doors, you, you, even small victories, yeah. not that that was a small victory, right? but you need anything that you can to breathe hope Man. into what you're doing. And so that's that was a good sign of hope and encouragement. It's so true. And, you know, we, we were seeing people come to the church and then and then the, the, the miracle was they came back and I'm like, <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. Like this is this is happening. Well, we're doing it. And uh the worship team was growing and everybody knows you gotta have a great worship team if yes. you can do it. And so I mean we were doing everything we could and we were in what we would call the flow. You know, there was a, a book long ago, Craig Rochelle Craig Rochelle wrote it called It. Yeah. And man, I felt like we had it. You know, everything was working out. And then And then this, how wait a minute, how long yeah. were you into this thing when you felt like you had it? Yeah, uh, oh, I mean, it was like a solid year. Wow, it took, I think it was probably three, four years before I ever left church on a Sunday and went, we get the mark. <laughs> well, maybe my mark was lower than your mark. It. Maybe yeah. your mark was no, no, way higher. No, no, no. No, it wasn't even no, we're going to no, make no, it. No, this, we were like five years into it when, yeah. when I finally said, I think we're going to make it. I just it. left church going, we actually had a good service. <laughs> and you had it when you were like uh, a well, year old. Okay, okay. Maybe I need to we do another podcast clarifying what my version of it was. And I was just glad the power turned on. <laughs> that right. You know, every, the, the band showed up, you know, saying... And they look like they love Jesus. That yeah, day. Our, our, when our guys from the band showed up and they weren't high. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but that's real. Yeah. No, you, that is real. Your husband yeah. was the worship leader. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, he was not the one that was high. No, he wasn't clarify. high. Yeah, no. clarifying. No. I don't know, was he? Or was this confessed? I don't think he was. He was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, I mean, we, uh, we finally like got into this rhythm. I mean, it felt like, Man, we're praying, we're believing, and we're watching growth happen. We're seeing families out of the church. We're doing baptisms. I mean, we're seeing the kids' minute. You know you've got it when you have kids' workers. 
and they're excited to be there. I mean, so we yeah. were starting to see it. We still don't have that. Oh, okay. It, well. <laughs> God, we, we don't have it, whatever that is. <laughs> I'm going to get the book. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, it's a, gr- I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a great book. We still reference it to this day. It's so, so good. But, um, you know, and then, like, for the most of us, then 2020 happened. And for most in, of us? What happened well, in 2020? I mean, well, yeah. I some people listening. Yeah. Hello? Wait. Wait, is this wait. Mic check, mic click, check. Click, mic check, mic check. Is this thing, who's listening that did not experience 2020? Please call me now. Oh, man. Well, yeah. I mean, so, you know, uh, so 2020 happens. Yeah. March. And what was it? March 14th? March, like 14th, something like just, that. Yeah. And yeah, okay. it's literally my phone because. And you're about, you're a year and a half year and a half we've got it we're feeling good life's life's moving and i get a phone call from the school district hey you don't have a location anymore i mean it was it was just that fast yeah man it was gone right away it had left the building the state the country it's gone and i mean i you know uh just between the three of us nobody else but oh yeah no one else will know i was freaking out i was like what in the world like I'm calling the board. I'm I'm wow. talking to other pastors. They don't have a clue what they're going to do. And somebody said you need to immediately go online, get a camera, get ready. Well, brother, I mean at a at a year and a half, we don't have funds for a camera. Right. You know, well, I had a laptop and I think there's a camera in there somewhere and we're going to use that. So <laughs> Maybe your iPhone. We're going to oh, use the computer yeah. camera. I'm, so I'm prop up a webcam. So here was the strategy. I ran to Amazon, right? I get on Amazon. I get some lights that they they looked legit. They were like a hundred bucks. And then this I'm is not no, no. Listen, this is this is about to get <laughs> real. But again, it's just between us three. Right. And so um, yeah, no one else faced what you're talking about. So no, this, and no just, one else ordered anything from Amazon ever. Right? Ever. Yeah. We should have invested in Amazon before. Yeah. Then, then you would have had money to buy all the lights. That's you a fact. Oh man. So then I get a backdrop um, of like a white brick wall. People to this day still ask me, "Hey, where did you shoot those videos?" And I just didn't have the heart to tell them, man. But I'm telling you all right. It was now. an Amazon brick wall? It's an hey, Amazon. Yeah. Not even real. It was right. not real. It was a piece of plastic. And so. Um, in my in my kitchen slash uh, dining room, I set the wall up every Sunday morning, and we put set and, the no wall get up. this. So we put my laptop on the box that was used to ship the lights, and I had that propped up because you gotta get the right camera angle. Absolutely, oh. it's all about the angle. You know what I'm it saying? Is. And so, and that's how we shot the video uh, the whole time. <laughs> and your sweet wife, like. Pushed play. My sweet wife's <laughs> trying to contain our four-year-old in the back be room. Quiet enough. That's, you know, that's real, that's threatening real life. life itself. If she makes a peep, <laughs> she's like throwing candy in her face, chips, like just eat, stay quiet. <laughs> and we're trying to film this, you know, message. And we're just we're just working it out. I mean, it was intense. Right. All you had to do was give her some Nyquil. Oh well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, yeah. you, you should have called me. <laughs> should have called Pastor called Randy. Uncle Rand- that's yeah. when Uncle Randy yeah. comes out when he starts tossing out these great parenting ideas. Oh man, <laughs> they worked for mine. Look how they turned out. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so that puts you in in a bad spot then. Yeah, I mean, I mean, immediately, you know, we're just as long as I can get it to look good. You know, uh, viewership, of course, was through the roof immediately. Um, but like all things, it kind of deta- it kind of tapered off uh, after a few months, and then you know I'm just trying to again still in church planner mode. I'm, I'm asking everybody, hey, what do I do? Right. 
And so people are saying, you got to, you got to put pictures online every day. You got to, you got to do videos every day. You got to call people every day. You got to email every day. And so here I am and the workload quadruples overnight. I mean, overnight I'm, you know, and I'm trying to reach out to a team and like, help me with this, but no, how do I tell somebody to do something? I'm still learning. And I mean, it was, it was rapid fire overnight. And, um, and I mean, it just began to really translate to some challenges for me mentally, emotionally, um, for us as a church, ultimately, because I believe all that flows from the head down. Yeah. So you're, you're thrown into this situation. Like every person was, you're running a hundred miles an hour. You're looking at all of these other churches that are saying, you got to do this. You got to do this. They're putting out all of this media, all of this content. Granted, they've got teams of hundreds of people and it's you and Brandy. Um, and so how, how are you internally, how are, how are you managing all that? How are you? uh, I mean, you know, I think I would love to be able to tell you that we did manage it, but it was not managed. It was, you kind of compartmentalize it. You know, mm-hmm. you try to, you try to put that kind of in your little box and just bury it way deep and just do the job, do the job, do the job. Mm-hmm. And even though, you know, like you just said, you, you're watching all these uh, churches doing incredible jobs at being online. And you know, if you think about it, you know, they got all these teams, but in the moment, that's not what you're thinking about. What you're thinking about is, well, that's the standard. Mm. I got to be at 4K video 24-7. I got to have good audio. I remember one time I had a meltdown because I was 30 minutes into an uh, uh, an evening um, uh, live session, and I can hear – it sounded like a bird dying in the background. <laughs> And, 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 and listen, I, and I'm, I'm smiling because I'm on, I'm live. Right. So I can't wear that on my face, but there's something dying on the inside of me as this bird was getting eaten by a coyote or something. And, and it was like the slowest death ever. I'm like, can you just finish up back there? And, you know, and, and the whole time I'm just thinking like, this is this what life's going to be like from here on out. Right. It was awful, man. I Oh. You know what, though, I think in, in, you know, especially during the pandemic, everybody faced the same exact thing. No one knew what they were doing. Yeah. And I think we all need to free ourselves from what other people are doing. Yeah. Because just because everybody else is shooting a live video every day at five o'clock. Yep. For an hour. Do you need to do that? You know, we were talking about Charlotte Gamble a while ago, and uh, she was telling me, because she did a live, she said, I'm going to do this. As long as the pandemic, I'm going to do this live recording every day at this time for 30 minutes or whatever it is. She did it for, I don't know, 450 days or something. Yeah. Like, really, she said, it it almost killed me. And so we set these expectations up for ourselves looking at what other people are doing and it's it's killing them too and you you know people don't post on the social media well i was doing every day at five o'clock and well that didn't work and so Mm -hmm. all you know is they're still doing that it's just a comparison of what are other people doing yeah and and you have to contextualize what they're doing anyway in other words wow look what verdict's doing well okay he's he's got 18 million people watching this service okay we have 58 yeah okay so let's contextualize it 
to yep. them and where we are. And we have to free ourselves from that. Otherwise, we just keep adding stuff. Yep. And uh, we run ourselves into the ground. Well, I felt like the great irony of the whole thing was, you know, I was always preaching about freedom because I wanted people, you know, everybody's isolated. So you're talking about like be free and know, know that Jesus loves you. And you're just you're trying to get to these, uh, you know, basics of Christianity again. And and I'm doing that while I'm building up myself for myself a prison. Oh, wow. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Well, I got to be home at five o'clock because I got to shoot that video. Nope. Can't do dinner right now. Oh, my daughter's having a meltdown. That don't matter. And so I'm do I'm doing all this in the name of production, 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 and my wife is trying to figure out how to be a single parent for an hour and a half, you know, and and doing this and doing that. I mean, it's more than just per se the pastor. I mean, my family was feeling that load, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even in, in harder ways. Right, because they your family's still your family, your marriage is still right. your marriage, but you're giving them if there's anything left over. Yeah. You're giving that to them. And if you are giving them something as leftovers. Yeah. You've already given all your emotional energy and your spiritual energy and whatever you do have to the church. Yeah. Because I'm trying to keep that thing alive. And uh, I don't know. It, it, it's a journey that we all went on. And at some point in time, we have to get to the place where my wife says this. And I love this phrase. Look, Jesus already died for the church. You don't have to. Yeah. So That's good. good. That's and good. you know you were you were killing your marriage you were yep. killing yourself you were killing everything yep. on the altar of the church when mm-hmm. it's already the price has been paid yep so where if you don't mind you know in the green room with just the three of us yeah just between us um just between us where was the the breaking point if you will of yep. realizing like I, I i i have gotten this wrong like i gotta yeah i got this prison wall i got this whatever word or descriptor you would use but i have focused too much on every what yeah. everybody else was doing i've been trying to keep up i got to do something different like uh where what 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 happened yeah so i'll remember i always remember this because it was my daughter teaches me a lot of lessons i mean she was four at the time but she just she showed me a lot of things and um she just re- she had to blow bubbles you know, the whole time. And so I remember doing, I was doing a live video again and she's in the background blowing bubbles and nobody cares. I cared. And I was internally melting down. And as I felt myself getting more and more frustrated, there's bubbles, which again, nobody cares. My daughter is having the day of her life and I'm, I'm just becoming mad. And so I found myself, we ended up, ended the live with a prayer. I always prayed for everybody. And as I'm praying, I found myself praying and let us enjoy the little things, God, even though it seems like the world's going through big things. Hmm. And then I, I concluded that. And I, I'm telling you, I just felt the Holy Spirit in that moment reveal to me, I am missing what should have been such a great season for our, our own house. And I'm telling everybody else to be, you know, have fruit in this season, but I was missing all of it. And so I remember just getting in the grass. It was wet as wet because we're in Seattle and we were just blowing bubbles together. And we did it all the way till well past her bedtime. Hmm. And to me, I, I just, I realized there's more of the father in that than all that I was doing. That's probably the greatest thing you did for your church. Yep. The entire lockdown. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Think about that. I know. You know, I mean, our listeners, you need to listen. What can you do Mm -hmm. today that will add the single greatest value Mm -hmm. to 
to the most important thing in your life. It's true. And just do that. Yeah. And that will add more value than all this running around, whatever it is that you're running around trying to accomplish right now. Yeah. I think that'll set some people free. Absolutely. Go blow some bubbles. Go blow some bubbles. That's so good. You need yep. to preach a message, a whole series Blow on some that. bubbles. Blow some that bubbles. That is, that's a good, that, And give yeah. people some bubble things in the, there you go. in the sermon. I'm telling you, I'm man. I'm taking it, but it was my idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Exactly. So, so how did things begin to change then from that moment of realizing I got a, I've got great things right in front of me. Yeah. And I got to start looking at them differently. I got to start doing things differently. How did things begin to change? Maybe for you personally, your family, and and the church. But what? Yeah. How did they change? Well, and I think this, you know, to preface, I think this is always going to be a struggle as like a person that's a dreamer. That's a, you know, mm-hmm. we're always striving for greater things. But what I concluded was, if if I spend the more valuable time instead of the vapor of my efforts with my family, if I spent the best part of my efforts with my family, then when I do something for the church. It's the high, it's a higher quality. There may be less quantity in that, but frankly, that's okay. So you're saying, just clarifying, yep. that it's not about the quantity ever, but it is about the quality in which you live your life personally, yeah. with your children, in your marriage, and with your church. It is quality over quantity. Yep. So how could we make this practical? What would it be like if if we all decided to list our top four priorities for for the day Mm. what's my number one thing that if i did this today it would add the most value to my life yeah and i did that first yep and then what was the second thing and the third and the fourth and i don't do number two till i finish number one that's right and i don't do number four until i finish number three in other words work one till i've done that yeah and then two three four and if i only did number one every day then that means I'd be doing the single mm. greatest thing that could add value to my life. Yeah. And to me, that's the quality that's so over good. quantity. So good. I may not do 10 things, but I'm going to do one thing and I'm going to do it really well. And it's going to make it, the it's biggest It's going to be impact. the single greatest thing I could do. Absolutely. Quality. That's so good. Well, in the church, you know, the church doesn't need the shell of their pastor. They need the fullness of their pastor. You can't be full if you don't take that time to hit number one. Mm-hmm. That's good. You got you to take that time to be filled up. Right. For me, my number one is I, I got to have an encounter with Jesus. It can't be a one-time event. It's got to be my daily practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I didn't always do that, mm. especially during 2020. I mean, there was times where I'm just like, I'm running on fumes, man. Right. If I was lucky. Mm. Oh, sure. I think uh, all of us were there. But once again, uh, you know, you were trying to do it in and of yourself. You know, one of my favorite uh, workout coaches is Alex Tucson. I'm a Peloton guy. And uh, and he's always screaming, validate yourself. Mm-hmm. Validate yourself. And, and understand what he means. In other words, don't look to other people. You validate yourself. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the obviously the wrong perspective is that our, our validation comes from how we see ourselves. Well, we're going to find ourselves in moments where yeah. we're <laughs> mad because of bubbles. And- yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if we get our validation from God, mm-hmm. then... I think then it helps us to remain at rest and to to not uh what's the word I'm looking compare. Mm. And so it comes from validation. That's probably the single greatest thing it's that good. we can do is getting our validation from God. So rather than validating yourself, 
let God validate you. Because I'm not Stephen Furtick, and I'm not right. Charlotte Gamble, and I'm not Andy Douglas. I'm I'm Randy Bezet. And, yeah. and what are my top things I need to do every day, God? Mm-hmm. And then I do those things, and I'm validated because I know I was listening to the Father, and I was doing what he expects of me. So good. Yeah, that's so good. You know, Andy, on your on your journey, at, you know, now you're meeting again, as yeah. most of the listeners are. Um, and, uh, you, you recently moved to, yep. to Chattanooga, which is where your other location is. Yep. Um, and God is doing a lot and, and breathing life into the church. What are you doing differently now that you weren't maybe doing before, but yeah. through what God has taught you and some of the things that you've been vulnerable about yep. at this table, what is it that you're doing different now? that is making that biggest impact. Yeah, well, just really quick, one thing I would say is that what was a huge pivotal moment for me was going to Pastors University here at Bayside. That, I mean, that, it literally, it pulled me from like a heavy place. But one of the things I learned from that to answer your question mm-hmm. was, you know, I, I don't go, I don't, I don't start the work, if you will, for the day until I've, I've just, had that time with Jesus. I mean, it, it, it's like a non-negotiable and there's times where that means I don't get out of the house till nine. There's other times at seven and then there's times it won't be till 10 because again, I, I'm just not going to run out there again yeah. if I'm on fumes from the day before the weekend before. Wow. And, uh, that's just, it's a, it's cardinal for me. <laughs> Pastors sometimes are the least spiritual people. I know, man. I mean, we really are. I know we might be religious good at that mm. but we got to be great in our spirit mm-hmm. we got to be that's so, so good so powerful that's yeah. so good well andy i appreciate and i know randy has been great we grew we sure did we did exactly what we like to do around the table that here. was rich stuff man wow. and um thank you and we appreciate your authenticity and vulnerability and, uh, you know, again, we'll keep it just between the three of us. Yes. But yeah. <laughs> I'll say nothing. We'll never say I'll a say word nothing. about this. That's right. Your secret is safe with us. But seriously, thanks so much for being a friend to this church and, and to this podcast and yeah. sharing what God has done in your life. It's been an honor to have you here. Thank you guys so much. Absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you listeners for joining us for this episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. We hope to see you back on the next episode. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. For more resources, visit randybazette.com.